Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. You do it right by staying on top of knowing when it's time to stain your deck and your fence. Lowe's is here to help you do it right with the supplies you need and the know-how to get it done. Plus, we even help you save. Because now when you buy one gallon of select Valspar exterior stain and sealant, you'll get a second one 50% off via mail-in rebate. Whatever you need to make your outdoors even greater, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 731. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. Many of you are experiencing changes in your body. You may have sweaty palms or rapid breathing. Some of you are experiencing a tingling sensation. This is due to something we call anticipation. You are feeling this way because the show is about to begin. To prepare for this exciting new phase of your day, we recommend taking the following steps. Prepare to listen, smile, and laugh. During certain points in the production, you may experience an inexplicable desire to do something with your hands. We recommend slapping them together in a rhythmic fashion, an activity called applause. It's exciting to do this in large group settings. A little shy about how to react to this sensation? Then wait for a neighbor to start and join in. You'll both be glad you did. Well, that's it. You should be ready to begin your exciting journey into audiencehood. Just remember, it's perfectly natural to be nervous, but with a little preparation, you'll soon be audiencing like a pro. Now we can start the celebration. The Tony Bruno Show. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. The podcast. Easy to work and you broadcast from room to room. Starring Tony Bruno with Miss Robin. Now, here he is, the godfather of sports radio slash podcast. I hope that we could come here and race it together. Here's Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Hello there, children. This is the Tony Bruno Show Live, the podcast. We are underway on a Wednesday. I'm sorry, I'm eating a Magnum. No, not one of those condom Magnums. Uh, I Magnum. That was good. You shouldn't be eating on the show, but... Who cares, man? It's your house. Do whatever you isn't, want. Isn't that what you're known for, Tony, is eating on shows? This is a great dinner. Luigi once again whipping up a phenomenal dinner. It's becoming like a tradition unlike any other. Absolutely, man. Sort of like the Skins game used to be on Thanksgiving weekend. And what other traditions are pretty much shot now in sports? Uh, Remember the Skins game, the golf thing? They, uh, they yeah. played it on, on Thanksgiving weekend. Yep. And golfers would have a pool, and then if they didn't, somebody didn't win the skin, they would take it to the next hole. That went away. Nobody cares about that anymore. You know why? Because they're not playing with their own money. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, They're not playing with their own money. That's why cares. nobody cares. Oh, they just missed a putt for $150,000. Oh, darn. Ridiculous. This is the non-pay-for-play show here, the Tony Bruno show. The emails now, apparently our government's pay-for-play. We, on this show, we are not pay-for-play. Luigi doesn't get paid. Robin doesn't get paid. I don't get paid. Joe doesn't get paid, which is why he's not here tonight. Where is Joe, by the way? Uh, Joe's stuck with work. Okay. He's in Westchester. I want to make te- sure because you tried to call him. And yeah, I did try to call him. Uh, he, texted, he reached back out to me. He said that he couldn't make it. He apologizes. Okay. There's no contractual allegation. We will not suspend him, punish him, dock him, or anything else that you do. I don't but know. We do have I special. might punish him a little bit. Seth Everett's going to join us. We'll talk some baseball and other stuff with Seth. Yeah, baseball's Wait, still yeah. going on in case anybody It is. Know. Not only is baseball still winding down the regular season, we already know the 2017 <laughs> schedule already. <laughs> it's for already out, We man. already know who's playing who on opening day next year. Like the Phillies are playing the Cincinnati Reds again. Two really bad teams. They this open year. up. Yep. We knew the Phillies would be bad. We didn't know the Reds would be as bad as they were. Did you think the Reds would be as bad as they were this year? Uh, no, just because of the offense alone. Exactly. I mean, their pitching is horrendous, but their offense is good enough to keep them in games. Apparently, you know, it really wasn't. 
We want to thank also Michael and David Winery. We got our big shipment the other day. You got a beautiful hookup. Finally, man. our good buddy Mark Munoz at Michael and David Winery. If you've been following this show forever, when we were in California, we'd always drink Earthquake Zin on the air, our favorite Zinfandel. We turn everybody on to it. It's available now all over the country for the most part. But the Michael and David Winery, they have so much great stuff. The cabs, the Rapture Cab, the Lust, the Seven Deadly Zins. The Freak Show. The Freak Show, which we love. But anyway, I want to thank Paul Munoz because now he is able to ship wine from California to our archaic blue law-ridden state of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania awesome. entering the 20th century, even though we're 16 years into the 21st century. So things run a little slower here in this Quaker state. There's still a lot of Quakers out there, and we can't have people drinking, <laughs> being able to buy alcohol anytime they want to, anywhere they want to. What do you think this is? America? New Jersey? <laughs> you think it's New Jersey? It's, just, it's, it's amazing how you weren't able to just import wine until now. Well, you can import it. I can get wine from Italy. But I mean, not import, but store. not from the United States. You can't. I know. It's just unbelievable, the state store system. Listen, I don't, the people who work in the state store are nice people. Robin, you're like hanging over, and I'm in the, in the shadow on our Facebook live feed. People want to see me eating an ice cream. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Exactly. Okay. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Can things suck? You're not hearing anything? Is that right? Are Let we on? People, people, are still, people are saying that there's no sound on Facebook Live. How come you guys spend three hours guy, setting guy, up this show, guy, that one. and then every week there's something wrong? I was cooking, Holmes. I know you were. So, I was laying pipe in the basement. Mm, I know you were, man. Luigi and I, by the way, i got to give up a lot to I had it again. working. I had it working, and... Robin celebrates it like an hour before the show that she has everything working. Ah, that's and that's then the all of a sudden the show comes on... And something goes terribly, terribly wrong. I don't wrong. know what happened. It's like, like VH1's just behind the music. <laughs> and then something went terribly, terribly. And then something goes terribly, terribly wrong. Everything starts out great. And then what happens? We have a special guest in the house tonight, too. To show you that this is a show for all the people, especially people who want to work for free. Yes. On a Wednesday And night. are available. Exactly. <laughs> not, we're not playing Quizzo at your local. And club. close by. And we're not flying them in from all over the country. We don't have that kind of budget yet. The great Tommy Pickles is in the house tonight. Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles from where? From Rugrats, yo. I didn't even know that because I never watched Rugrats. My kids were too grown up when Rugrats came around. Robin watched Rugrats. I think her kids were Rugrats and still are, (laughs) actually, even though they're in their 20s. But Tommy Pickles, that's his uh, Twitter handle. With four M's, by the way, if you're scoring at home. It's a lot of mm. The audio capture. So now people should be able to hear now. Can you hear me now? Good Lord That's what the the former Verizon guy used to say. Now he's working for Sprint, by the way. Have you seen that dude? Yeah, I saw that guy. Remember the guy who used to say, can you hear me now? He's like, oh, I'm working for Sprint now. Yeah, but you know why? Because his contract ran out with Verizon, and they went to a different campaign. (laughs) He's out of work, and Sprint says, hey, what the hell? Oh, Shaq's a new guy uh, for the general. General? You know, the general insurance. Oh, really? Yeah. Shaq's pimping anyway. Yeah, exactly. Shaq would go to a a garage door opening if they gave him a check. I'm sure. And I love Shaq, but he's on everything. Icy hot, uh, tablets, whatever somebody comes to Shaq. And Shaq's good. He's no Peyton Manning when it comes to pimping product, because Peyton Manning is phenomenal. He's great. He is phenomenal, and Shaq's really good too. I'm the whole direct. I, I love how they did that too. They segue Peyton out, and they do the direct TV like Peyton on a Sunday morning. Yeah, he's phenomenal. got nothing to do. I he's know, got it's, nothing it's to do. And then the nationwide commercials. You know, I saw Peyton on the Sunday night game. Everybody saw him. He was in yep. the booth because Denver got their championship trophies and the rings and stuff. And Peyton is so like they're asking, "What are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. He's going to go in and make millions of dollars." Working a couple of days every month to do a commercial, whether it's Papa John's, Nationwide Insurance, uh, what's the other big one he does? And uh, DirecTV. DirecTV, yeah. I mean, he's got a million endorsements. Peyton's doing well. You don't have to have any, we don't have to have any benefits or fundraisers for Peyton Manning. All right, we got volume. We're good. Everybody's back. Everybody's good. Thank volume. you. Yep. We are underway. It is the Tony Bruno podcast. And uh, we mentioned Tommy Pickles in the house tonight. And he is manning the phones tonight. Robin put out an APB today because... Our phone screener could not make it tonight. So what do we do when we need help? We go on the internet we and go ask internet. for it. <laughs> exactly. And we had a lot of response. I know. I was, well, there I was some so people impressed. mad wondering why we were like using people and not paying them. Well, Politicians this- get millions of dollars in donations from donors, and they don't pay their interns anything. There was a certain somebody some on a radio station. There's some social value to being on this show. Apparently, a certain somebody on the radio station ripped you as well regarding oh, really? his, yeah. Saying, saying something. I'm a nitwit. 
Oh, it could have been that person. I, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I didn't even know that person was still on the air. Yeah. Yeah. But he, uh, That's yeah. That's Magnum. Is it good? Good. <laughs> Give me one of those on a break, man. This is one of those. What is it called? Decadent, like N- indecent chocolate? Indecent? No, it's, it's, it's like well, it's right here. orgasmic chocolate. What is it called? It doesn't have it on the package. It's like the condoms. It just says Magnum. And it just says like Magnum. Chocolate. That's it. But, but it, on the but box. It's, it's, it's like chocolate decadence or chocolate... Orgasmatron or something. Chocolate Orgasmatron is a good name. (laughs) I think Ben and Jerry already have that. (laughs) That is a good name. Okay, can you name that movie? What was the Orgasmatron from? It was um, not Mr. Softy. No. no. (laughs) That would be the opposite of what you need for an Orgasmatron. It's a movie about sex, right? Exactly. What was it called? Oh, what was it called? I just know it was a Woody Alley movie. Woody Alley. Woody Alley. Uh, Woody Allen, Allen. Why can't I say Woody, Woody Allen movie? No, Woody Allen movie. It's where you were like in a full condom, and what's her name was in it too? Mia Farrow, wasn't it? Yes. She? What was that called? It was this movie about sex. Woody Allen. The Secret of Sex? Or the... Not The Secret of Sex. Somebody will tweet us on Twitter. At Tony Bruno Show. <laughs> at Miss Robin Austin. At Luigi Curto. 22, is it? You got it. And, of course... Tommy Pickles. You can follow Tommy Pickles, too. It's Tom I Woodston, actually. I love that name so much. But he, I, I, I asked him, one of the first things I asked him, are you following me on Twitter, Tom? Yes, he is. The first thing you he asked He came him. with his own headphones, too. No, no, no. Those are ours. Those are ours? Where yes. did you get white headphones? I said the same thing when he showed up. Like, I've been dealing with this crap for freaking two years. Where did those years? headphones come from, Those Robin? are from the fabulous Scott Sterner, oh, who like, gave us okay. all sorts of equipment. Because I know, Robin, we get boxes from Amazon every day. Every day I get a box in front of my house from Amazon. I saw and one you today. Know what actually. I always say, right? <laughs> it's true. What's in the box today, Robin? Uh, what's in the box? She's like an addict. She's like people who buy Apple products. Except she doesn't stand in line. She just goes on the damn internet Speaking and buys of stuff. Apple products. You know who can't buy Apple products for the next three months? Billy Jesus. Billy Jesus, yo. We'll have talk- a Billy Jesus update. Last week on this show, our own Luigi Curto had a Philly Jesus personal uh, experience. That's right. Gave him the Threw him out of the Philadelphia Art Museum. Correct. Philly Jesus had his day in court over an Apple Store situation. Get out! Get out! I told him to get out of the Apple Store. <laughs> you know he does. He just, Should allowed, he be right at the Genius Bar? He's exactly. <laughs> you're allowed to go in there and like charge your phone. Apparently, for, like 15 minutes. He actually had it for like hours. He's got a slow phone. It's 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 old. <laughs> it's old. He's got one of the first it's generations from back not in the first from, generation. It's iPhone. like 2016 years old. That's how old his cell phone is. He's got 2016. the first generation iPhone. Isn't that <laughs> <That's> classic? <laughs> what are you doing, Robin? I don't know what she's I'm doing. I'm looking. I'm making sure that everything's working correctly. Everything is working. So I mean, this always happens. I don't know what it is. Like at the very last minute, you have it all working. Everything's fine, and then. It go, we go live, and there's a ghost in the system. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Meanwhile. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about tonight, man? I mentioned Seth Everett's going to jump. We have NFL news. Mr. Monday Night came through. I sucked on my first weekend of picks. It was an underdog weekend. Did you see the stat I broke down after the Monday night debacles ended? Especially that dreadful Rams game against the 49ers. A game that set football back to the leather helmet days. When guys were playing with leather helmets, there was more offense than there was in any This was playing back then, man. No, actually, players were real players back then when they were playing these NFL films music. But the worst game of the weekend, was it not the Rams-Sanford? The last game of the weekend, there were a lot of great games. There were great games. There were great games in the first week in the NFL. And then the very last game, the second part of the doubleheader, the Rams, as Jeff Fisher said on Hard Knocks, I ain't going seven and nine this year. <laughs> yeah, you're going no. three and thirteen, homeboy. Oh <laughs> they stink. I wonder if they'll take another quarterback with the first pick next year. You mean one that's actually going to play? Who will make oh, second string? Man, they say he's not ready. He better get ready. He can't be any worse than Case Keenum. How do you just let like, you, you let Nick Foles go to move on to Case Keenum? They have no. I mean, seriously, they have nothing. I mean, Todd Gurley's a, a, a you know a, an up and coming great looking running back, but. If you have nobody to throw the ball to, teams are just going to stack the box like they did against Adrian Peterson against Tennessee, and you're going to have nowhere to go. They've been trying to force-feed Tavon Austin forever. They try to give him the ball as many t- in space. That's what they yeah, do. Get him, there's get no the ball space. In space. You're dumping, dumping the ball off three yards past the line of scrimmage is not space. When everybody knows that's what you're going to do. No, I said they're trying to. I'm not saying they are. This is why Sam Bradford had a bad early part of his career playing on the Rams. They were terrible. 
they have no clue what they're doing. And my buddy Jason Lockenfora from CBS had the great tweet the other night. Well, it looks like they're still waiting for professional football to return to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, but I do have to admit, as a little girl being taken to an L.A. Rams game, it was really cool to hear L.A. Rams again. I, always, I never what? called them the St. Louis Rams. They've always been the L.A. Rams to me, even though they were gone for 22 years. It was Vince really Farragamo, cool. I mean, and and, and to, to this day, even though I'm not a Rams fan, per se, I still think it's my favorite. They're, they're my favorite helmet. They are? Yes. I Why? Don't, I, I don't know what it is, but I think it's so cool that the, the Rams horns on the side of the helmet, they're my favorite. I hate to do it. To Just design-wise. Yeah, I, I know it's personal opinion, and that's all we do here. Uh, but your opinion is wrong, man. No, it's <laughs> I'm not. sorry. Think about it. That's exactly like if they were an actual ram, their horns would be on the side of their heads, so it makes sense. You know what? They're going to change their logo for next Sunday's game. <laughs> to what, a lamb? No, they're going to have goat horns. <laughs> goat horns. They're going to go with goat horns. Because they're, 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 they're not rams. Rams can bang their heads together. I you know. ever see a ram on the side of a mountain? Those suckers bang heads, I'll tell you man. what, though. It's funny. There's more head banging going on with rams than on MTV at midnight on a Friday on night, head bangers ball, exactly. man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still on, head bangers ball? I need a stoner out there to call I don't know. We're going to we're gonna put it out there to the masses. Is the Headbangers Ball still on? I think they still have like... Um, uh, Beavis like, and Butthead still on. They brought them back. Did that not last very no, long? It, uh, no, that, that, that was, that was going to. By the way, though, you can call the show. The phone number is 215-478-6698. 215-478-6698. Tommy Pickles is manning the phones tonight. Throwing him right into the business. Yep, we threw him, him, we right threw him in fire. immediately. You know, he's getting more experience now than a lot of people who pay... Thirteen thousand dollars to go to highfalutin broadcasting schools. Absolutely, you know, you know what makes me upset is this guy. This guy's first day here goes right to the kitchen. I started out in the hallway in the bathroom. <laughs> I, you had to I was in the bathroom with the cats with the litter. Well, we moved up. We moved the hell up. We actually moved south. Yeah. <laughs> we moved down. Ridiculous. Here's the interesting thing. Back to the NFL. Week one. A lot of, all about dog. You know how many favorites teams that were favored to win their games actually won the game and covered the point spread? Three, five, five. Really? Yes. Pittsburgh Steelers covered. The Giants won and covered against Dallas. Right. Houston was trailing. They, they won and covered. Was Cincinnati, was Cincinnati a favorite in that game or were they a dog? Cincinnati was a one-point favorite. So it was a push. Yeah, it was okay. a push. The Jet, it was actually two and a half. It went down to one. Okay. Baltimore was a favorite. They covered. They were favored by three. Houston was a favorite. They won. Okay. And the Eagles were favored by three, and they blew out the... Uh, the they were the only blowout. blowout win. Well, them and Pittsburgh. Yeah, and Pittsburgh was absolutely an absolute... Boat racing of a team that gets a lot of hype and everybody, oh, Washington, they're the team to beat. And I know it's only one game, but they looked absolutely horrific. And I know Kirk Cousins got his $20 million because he didn't get a contract. Get he the got franchise the, tag. got right. the franchise tag. But that team looked awful. And their defense, by the way, is dreadful. Yeah, they, and that, that was the defense that started looking better and better as the year went on. Is that like whole but bend, they got but nobody break. up front. They bent and gave up. They gave up. Oh, yeah, they quit. They gave up, especially in a second touchdown run by D'Angelo Williams in the fourth quarter. They gave up. And how about the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know, you watch them in preseason. They don't play anybody. They keep all their, all their guys healthy and safe. Well, most of them are suspended because they can't stop smoking. Well, no, no. But, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger didn't take any snaps. You know, uh, Antonio Brown, those guys don't need – they work out during the week. They, they do their, their training camp is just to go out there, get loose, and try not to get hurt. Did you see Antonio Brown and Roethlisberger – like during like uh, when before they went to like timeout, they're just talking. Like, yeah, they're laughing. I know they're laughing. It was a joke. It was they made a joke. a joke of that secondary. Well, they did it with one guy, one guy. Marcus Wheaton was was uh, was out. Um, they have Le'Veon Bell is out. They had a rookie tight end in there. They had two rookie wide. They literally won that game with three people. Well, they had Jesse James in there. Jesse James, big deal. They won that game with three people with Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, D'Angelo Williams. D'Angelo Williams. Uh, let me just say this: about thirty-two him. years old is still doing it, man. D'Angelo Williams is the best backup running back in football because he's good enough to start on a lot of teams in the NFL. You see what he did the other night, Monday night. The guy's an animal. The guy is. You know, he's like one of three running backs in NFL history. To have three thousand, what is six thousand yards rushing in college and in the NFL? Did you know that? No. Only three guys in NFL history have rushed for six thousand yards in college, and you know who the three guys are? Let me see if I can think of it. Uh, I'll give you one of them. Tony Dorsett. Well, Tony Dorsett, obviously. So it had to be someone who 
spent at least three years in college. Correct. Well, most of those old school guys did. I mean, it's, it's, most guys have to spend three years in college in football. It's not the NBA. It's not college oh, basketball. I'm trying to think here. All right, so it was Williams, Dorsett. And there's one other guy, Give and I can't decade. remember. I can't remember now. I can't remember. Okay. But that's, that, that shows you how rare it is, A, to get 6,000 yards. You get 6,000 yards in college if you spend four years or three years. It's not that hard because they run these guys to death there. But 6,000 yards in the NFL, and remember, he's – he played in Carolina, and he was part of a great tandem of great running backs down there. But with the Steelers, they don't miss a beat without Le'Veon. And Le'Veon Bell's great. He's just an idiot. He's just a doper. And they, they don't miss a beat without Le'Veon Bell. That's how good D'Angelo Williams is. Yep. That's how good he is. He also, don't forget, don't forget they got um, uh, the, that ex-Eagle Vill- Villanueva playing, uh, yes, playing exactly. offensive line for him. The, the, the tight end who converted over, they put on like 40, 50 pounds. And now he's playing, he's playing lineman for him. And obviously, I'm not a big Steelers lapdog, but I said this when I picked uh, the, Carolina, the uh, Arizona Cardinals on the Sunday night game. I said, if they find a way to win in Arizona with a makeshift offensive line, with no Gronk and no Tom Brady. Dude, you're missing your you're two gonna, You should stars. drive Bill Belichick to Canton immediately after the game. He's already a lock Hall of Famer. Right, but just take him there now. Because the Arizona now. Cardinals were, were embarrassed the other night. They were embarrassed on Sunday Night Football, were they not? Absolutely. I I just don't understand how you come out there against the not, not forget the offense, okay? Because a Belichick a Belichick defense is always going to be a good defense. Yes. But the Arizona Cardinals defense. How did you let Jimmy Garoppolo go up and down the field and just beat you left and right? I don't understand it. It's not like they was a late uh, substitution. They prepared no. for Jimmy Garoppolo. No, but he he dinked and dunked. And he let, you know, Edelman just ran all over the damn field. He had a bad foot. I know. You let Edelman on one good foot do, do that to you. They barely, you used, they barely even used Martellus Bennett. They left him in there to block. Say what you want about the uh, Patriots. A lot of people hate them. There is no better organization in sports than the New England Patriots. Denver's doing a great job. John Elway, a lot of people thought he got the job because of who he was. He's part doing of that was. Un- yeah, but he's, he's, but he's, he's a hell of a GM. He's not just a former great player sitting up in the box. No. He's not like Michael Jordan, who basically <laughs> does nothing in Carolina. Exactly. Just shows up and sits in the box and gets a paycheck, with all due respect. You think Michael Jordan's making great draft? He no. thought what's-his-face was going to be a great Brown. player. Kwame Brown was going to be a great player. <laughs> that was the last draft pick. So what my point is, most great players don't translate into great uh, executives. They're no. not great at running a team or coaching a team. It's the same thing about a lot of great, like a lot of great players don't always train. Like people always say, like Peyton's going to be a great coach, not necessarily. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of guys that you know. I mean, look ki- at the Mike Tomlins of the world. Look at these guys. They were nice players, but and then they just moved their way up the ranks and became great coaches. Bill Belichick. To show you how bad the Cleveland Browns are, Bill even Bill Belichick couldn't coach the Cleveland Browns. Now he's the greatest coach of all time. I know. In a way. I know. That shows you how bad the Cleveland Browns organization is. It's just awful. Awful. But the, the, to me, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the, and the New England Patriots are the two best-run organizations in the National Football League. It's not even close. They just know how to do it right. They just find guys. They plug them in. doesn't matter where they came from. They don't have to be stars. They get guys. and they, Jesse James, you know, they had Heath Miller forever. They get this guy, Jesse James. Not the porn star Jesse James. No, not him. And not the outlaw Jesse James. The Penn State tight end Jesse James. And he's a nice player. You don't have to be a superstar to play for the Patriots. No. They, they, you know, In fact, they cut super. They let superstars go all the exactly. time. Exactly. You know, Richard Seymour opens his mouth. See ya, Oakland. Chandler Jones was there, one of their great run, linebackers. He's over in Arizona. He was playing against them. I know. No, it's, it's just, amazing. It just goes to show that it that that is the that, that organization right there is is the is the actual plug and play. It doesn't matter who you are. Because everybody's on the same up, page. Plug and play. That's because it. the coach is the coach, and everybody knows their jobs and does their job. And that's what it is. You can hate the Patriots all you want. They are the best organization, maybe in sports. I mean, name another really? sport. Now, name me another sport where from top to bottom, every year, they're competitive. Every year, you know they got They could be 4-0 and without Tom Brady the first four games of the weekend. Their hardest game was their first game in Arizona. And they, and they, and they handled it. And they, and they handled it easily. It was easy. Uh, that's a tough question, Tony. Another, another, I, any other of, Anybody sport? can think of one. I want to know. By the way, congrats to the Cubs who clinched at least a tie for the uh, NL Central. And they'll do that. Obviously, they won over the uh, Cubs, over the uh, Cardinals. Holy yes. 
Cole. John Lester on Wednesday's game in the shutout. And so the Cubs, if the Cubs don't win the World Series, they may never win the World Series. If they don't win the World Series this year, will they ever win the World Series? No. I was getting ready to say that to you earlier today, too. I was like, if, if the Cubs don't win it this year, they're never going to win it. They're never going to win. They have to at least be in the World Series. If they don't get no, to the I World don't Series. No, th- I think, I think they got to win the damn thing. They're loaded, man. Yeah, they're but loaded. I, but they're still young. It's not like they're old. No, they're young, but don't forget, they're, they're relying on 32-year-old John Lester, who's pitching like probably the but best. But he's a veteran. That's what you want come know, playoff but time. What I'm saying is, though, is that the other guys, like Arietta and Hamill, and, and those, those guys, they're young, and the rest of their, their offense, their core nucleus of offensive players, they're all young. I'm just saying that right now, this like I, I think all the stars are aligned. They're healthy. Everything is right. Everything is right for them. Like you always say, like the time is now. The time is now for them. Yeah. The time is now for them. And everybody I'm else. For the Cubs. Everybody else is kind of like you know the like, look the, the 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 National League is kind of watered down this year. Well, the Nationals are good. The Nationals are not but good. But to the me, Nationals are the Nationals, okay. the Nationals are a team that's on paper looks good, but they don't do it. They're, they're becoming they're becoming one of those teams that just can't get it done in the postseason. They've had so many chances, and they're not good. The Dodgers are good. I mean, it's not like it's a walkthrough in the National League. I don't think the National League is like one team. It's not like in the NBA, you know, where Cleveland was the best team in the East and the second-best team. Who was the second-best team in the Eastern Conference last year in the NBA? Wasn't it Miami? Yeah, how good were they? I I don't know. Well, because Bosch went down, that's why. Jack Schneider on Facebook checks. He said the the Red Wings have made the playoffs like 15 straight Yeah, the Red Wings are a great organization in hockey, no doubt about it. But but when they lose legendary players – they don't immediately have somebody right there ready to pick it up. They're right. a solid or there's no doubt about it. They're a solid organization. I got you, Tone. Um, we got a few callers uh, waiting in the shoot here. Why don't we take one before we go to Seth Everett? Let's go to the phones. Okay. We, so we have a Sam Hinkie update and a, uh, a Philly Jesus update tonight. And Miss Robin will have a Florida update. Let's go to the phones. I have so have? many to choose from. Who do we have? Uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to... Uh, let's, let's go to... No fake callers tonight, by the way. Do that for the local radio stations. No, we're they go, need all the fake callers gonna, we're gonna they We're going to go to AJ get. in Cincinnati. He wants to talk a little, uh, little football and a little Major League Baseball action, yo. Well, we can, we're not talking about the Reds because that's not Major League Baseball mm, or the Phillies. No. By the way, how many wins do the Phillies have now? I need a countdown. They are at 63 wins, I think. they got to go like 4-15 and 15 This the is the first the week I didn't do that because I'm actually getting bored and I'm tired of baseball. It's going to come down to the wire. Now, there's some great races. The American League East is unbelievable. The way the Yankees are no, playing the is... Only, the only race I care about is the race to the, to the cash between Corrado and me. That's, exactly. that's it, man. Exactly right. Now that football started and baseball season's been over here... For the playoffs start, I'll watch, but I'm not watching any baseball. I'm sorry. Baseball season is over in this household. And by the way, David Silva on Facebook, people do watch hockey. Of course says, they do, except goes, for Luigi. Nobody, and I'll I mean nobody, hockey. watches hockey. Is you what got he the said. world, the World Cup of hockey getting underway soon. Exactly right. People all over the world will watch that. Nobody all over the world is watching the World Series. Oh, we have our listener, Stephen Summerson from Finland, checking in again oh, tonight. Oh, beautiful. You know what else we have? Skull, brother. We have AJ oh, no, is that that they say Skull? Ah, for the last several seconds here. Is it Skull? In, what do they say in Finland? For what? Like, uh, like Skull, is, is, is that Finnish or is that Dutch? Not Dutch, uh, Swedish. Like for That's, like pros? Like hello. Oh, um, oh, I don't know, actually. I remember when, uh, when uh, Earl Campbell used to say Skull, brother, but that was the... The pinching between your cheek and gum. Walt keep Garrison. Skull, keep it skull, baby. Skull, bro. The, the best commercial ever was... was <laughs> I can't believe we're talking skull right now. Skull, man. well, that's, what, that's, you know, that's a, uh, I mean, can a Scandinavian thing. Can you believe that they thing. actually used to have chewing tobacco and cigarette commercials on? They I mean, still yes, do. Of course they do. Don't they still have a chewing tobacco? Or is that outlawed, too? That's, that's outlawed, outlawed, too. Oh, that's been no, outlawed, outlawed for too. a while now. No, yeah. smoking was, but they, they, they didn't get the, uh, the chewing... No, I haven't the, seen a chewing tobacco commercial yeah, since like, the 90s, Are you sure? Oh, yeah. I thought they put a little pinch and cheek and p- nope. pinch between your cheek and gum. AJ, nope. you seen any uh, any skull commercials lately, man? No, no, I haven't. Have you ever put a pinch in? Be- now, have you ever done the little uh, pouches, your cheeks, man? pouches, or the full chaw? I don't. I don't do chewing tobacco. I only smoke cigars. I smoked a victory cigar when I was in uh, New York, New Jersey. I'll tell you, see my Bengals take a victory over a Jets and a nail biter. 23, 22. It was awesome. And we want to thank uh, Mr. Fitzpatrick for that late uh, interception. I knew that would be a good game. Cincinnati's good. The Jets' defense, and that's why the Thursday night game is going to be interesting. Jets and Buffalo. Somebody's going to be 2-0 in that division. 0-2, I mean. 
Somebody's going to be 0-2. We will release a Thursday night lock on this podcast tonight, Luigi. Are you ready to release one on Jets Buffalo? I, uh, is it going to be a, like a like a stone cold lock tone? Yeah, you have to make a pick. Well, I got some advice for you on that. All right, we'll have some information on that game. What's going on, man? Half the money you were going to bet. Nothing much. We'll I'll, I'll, I want to talk some baseball first. We'll um, Excited with the AL East is coming down the wire. I'm hoping the Yankees can, you know, get to get to you know the wild card playing. Game and hopefully, you know, get on the hot streak and maybe face Boston, the ALCS. And on the NL side, hopefully it's the Cubs and the Dodgers because bigger teams will draw bigger eyeballs to, to the average fans. That's what baseball, baseball needs, even though it's a regional sport on television. No, I think the Cubs in the World Series would do great numbers because it's such a, you know, because we watch the Red Sox not winning forever. We watch the White Sox not winning forever. And now the Cubs are the last team. The Cubs are the last of the you know, waiting a century for a World Series win. And I think it's a huge story because you don't have to be a Chicago Cub fan or from Chicago. I think the Cubs are just a really good story. Exactly. I hope it's the Cubs and the Red Sox in the World Series, and I hope the Cubs end the curse and Ortiz doesn't go out on a champion. He already won three rings. Exactly. Get out of here. Damn right, man. No, I, I, you know, Big Poppy's great. Big Poppy's. Did you see they tied Mickey Mantle for home runs? Tie with Mickey Mantle for home runs. Big poppy David Ortiz. What else is going on there, AJ? Enough. I just want to give some uh, picks, college and pros. I got four. How many picks do you have? College. uh, Four. Four. Who do you have? All right. We'll start out in college first. The big uh, ABC noon game with uh, Fowler, Herb Street, and Ponder. In Louisville, Kentucky, home of the Thoroughbreds, and good uh, bourbon down there. Uh, I like Florida State with their quarterback, DeWoff, to slightly edge out uh, Lamar Jackson, and I'll take Florida State two and a half over Louisville. That's and Louisville, then by the way. Prime time, then in prime time on Fox with Gus Johnson, Joe Clatt. Well, you're even giving Oklahoma. us the announcing pairings on these games? Well, the only the big ones I'm gi- giving out. Okay, go ahead. I, I'm doing only these two, right? Uh, Oklahoma's. I'm surprised they're a little bit of a slight two-point underdog at home to Ohio State. Ohio State really played two nobodies. Uh, Oklahoma's played, you know, Houston, which I figured they would, you know, win or w- lose close. But in the end, I really like Oklahoma sneak out a victory over. Ohio State 34-31 to take the cover to slight two points. And then on my NFL picks, uh, I think the Bengals, if they control the ball, not turn it over, and don't let Ben and Antonio Brown and D'Angelo do their thing, I think they'll cover the three. I don't know if they'll win. I think it's going to be 21-20. I'm just trying to decide. It's a toss-up pretty much. Well, it's a three-point game. The Steelers are favored at home because they're the, and it's a rivalry game. I saw Ben Roethlisberger said they're not going to go out there and try to get revenge for the Cincinnati hits last year that took guys out of him and, and Le'Veon Bell and, and all the other guys that they roughed up. He said, you know what? All these teams don't like each other in the division, so I don't think you're going to see any retaliation by the Pittsburgh Steelers in that game. Who's the other pick? Because I've got to go to Seth Everett here. Okay. Uh, I like the Ravens uh, beat the crap out of the Browns. Oh, a low-hanging fruit yeah. over there, man. Come on. Poor Cleveland Browns. It's the former Cleveland hey, they, Browns against the current Cleveland Browns. And the hey, older Cleveland, Cleveland Browns are better than the week. new Cleveland Browns. Cleveland screwed you last week? It's been, clo- it's yeah, been screwing think, the city I, for years, man. Hey, I thought they were going to win against a rookie quarterback, and then, unfortunately, RG3 gets hurt because he doesn't know how to take care of himself while running the ball. It is what it is, but, hey, at least Cleveland got their championship with the Cavs, thank God. Exactly right, man. All right, thanks, AJ. Good to talk to you, man. Thanks. And now a man, ladies and gentlemen, joins us. Who's a baseball insider? He works everywhere. What? Radio stations, networks. He uh, has two podcasts, The Hall of Justice and Sports with Friends, even though I've never been on that show. He was on our show, the, our last I know. show. I guess I'm not a friend, so I can't be on Sports with Friends. He's with NBC Sports Radio, WCBS in New York. He's Seth Everett. How are you, man? What's going on, my friend? You're definitely uh, welcome to mine. I don't have time anyway, so don't <laughs> ask me. 
All right, fine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, in a couple of weeks, I'll be back to normal, I hope. <laughs> you can come on anytime you want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's going on over there, man? Where are you? you uh, what's going on at Yankees game? I know where it's Wednesday and people will be listening to us, but Kershaw back, great series, and, and the Yankees, uh, I got to, you know, the Yankees are funny. They they got a bunch of guys no one's ever heard. The Yankees are usually, let's bring in all the big guns. Everybody knows anybody. You turn on the Yankees and say, who the hell is that guy? That's what well, they become. Well, yes. Before we get to that, uh, you, you'll agree with me on this. Clayton Kershaw sat through an hour-plus rain delay. I know. And came back and pitched. Dude, he's coming off the DL. He's had a back problem. I, you're absolutely, they're out of their minds. They have a four-game lead in the NL West. And three weeks to play. They're not blowing that lead. And you need him for the postseason. I swear to you, I'm, I've been calling Dodgers Nationals a pick em, And I, this might change the, the, the balance of the whole National League. It's unbelievably how stupid Dave Roberts was today. I totally agree with you. I think, you know, you want to get Kershaw out there, then you get a rain delay, and you can't put him back out there. I, t- I know it's big. I know it's the it Yankees, does. and it's the Yankees and Dodgers. And I know the Yankees are playing well. But I totally agree with you, Seth. I, I'm really surprised that they did that with Kershaw. I mean, yeah, it's not cold. I, 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 I mean, it's not stunned. a cold night. The weather's warm. Maybe they feel that you know it's not a big deal. But I totally agree with you. The way they remember Strasburg a couple of years ago, they pretty much shut him down. It's not worth the. It's not worth the risk. I mean, I, I respect all that stuff, and you know, pitchers are a tough breed. To get back to your question, the Yankees are a fascinating story because you know they threw in the towel, and yep. they right, rightfully so. They traded. There are three poker chips that they had that they could actually get something for, which was uh, Andrew Miller, uh, Aroldis Chapman, and Carlos Beltran. They restocked what was a pretty lackluster farm system. They did, let's, Tony, let's agree on this. They did what the Phillies took three years to do. Yep. They did it in about a month. And that they started was the, with A-Rod, too. Don't forget, they, they told A-Rod, they see you. Well, it was right after. Right. right. Right after that, once they threw in the towel, Teixeira announced his retirement, they decided to cut A-Rod. And, I, you know, I'm not going to use that as the trigger because I think the kids deserve more credit than that. But, you know, we talked years ago, you and I, about on, on about a thousand different radio stations, the, the idea that the Philadelphia Phillies after 2011 didn't see the writing on the wall cost them three seasons so yes they've made a lot of progress this year this was progress they should have made two years ago the yankees are doing that in a with an accelerator and they're not signing any big ticket guys yet you know they haven't made an overture about bryce harper or they're not trading with the angels for trout they're, they're not doing any of that so i give the yankees ton of credit brian cashman deserves a lot of credit and i'm not a joe girardi fan i don't personally think he's the one of the more genuine people i've ever known but he's done a heck of a job as a manager. No, I, I agree. And it's, it's, the, the, if George Steinbrenner were alive today, none of this would have happened because there's no way George Steinbrenner is not going to want the best players. You know, the, the, he's going to keep A-Rod out there, whatever the case may be. The Yankees sound, are doing it the exact opposite of the way the Yankees usually do business. Yeah, you sound like uh, those Woody Woodpecker cartoons. You know, if Woody had gone to the police. <laughs> I don't remember Woody Woodpecker uh, doing that. I just remember. <laughs> Wasn't that Woody Woodpecker? That was. Beautiful. That was. No, George would never let this fly. The Yankees are a great business. I mean, they, they really are. And they're not as hateable. You know, I, when I worked at MLB from 01 to 08, I worked in the commissioner's office. It used to bother me how many... Yankee fans worked in the commissioner's office because I, I used to always think there was a bias. I, I always noticed that the, uh, every employee from MLB would come out to Yankee Stadium, but if the series was in the Metrodome, they never showed. And I always found that fascinating because the Yankees were buying everything and they were easy to dislike. Right. Now, this team's not like that. First of all, their stadium is the only thing gaudy about them. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have a gaudy stadium. Yeah, it's, they do. It's, it's an obnoxious place. But but the fact is, is they've got a bunch of young kids. They're trying. And you know what? There's nothing but mediocrity in that division. The best team in that division is not even in first place right now. The Blue Jays uh, cannot get out of their own way. Every time you think they've turned the corner, they stop, and they go into these tailspins. And the team that sent them in the tailspin was the Yankees. It, it's It's amazing. The interesting thing I saw, there's a great story that Jerry Krasnick at ESPN wrote today, a column about, about Mike Trout. And Mike Trout is obviously a great, great player, 
but he probably will not win another MVP. He won one a couple of years ago, obviously, the only year they made the playoffs. But he's having an unbelievable year, and Krasnick's point is that even though he's got great numbers, the modern-day baseball world does not like to give guys on really bad teams with no personality MVP trophies. And Mike Trout's faults are he's great, but he's boring, and he he's plays boring. on a crappy team. And he plays on a crappy team that plays in the middle of the night. And the only it's, it's network that puts him on is MLB Network. And the only place you can find MLB Network is in the clubhouse, which I think <laughs> those people are not your constituents. Um, no, the, uh, the funny thing is, is, you know, I call this the, Vlad, uh, the Andre Dawson rule. You know, in 1987, Andre Dawson was on a bad Cubs team and won the MVP. He had a great season that year. And you looked at the other candidates, and I just remember this because this was the, the, like the, the class that was taught, but Ozzie Smith was the only other guy that could have done it, and the Cardinals went to the World Series that year. Uh, Ozzie Smith had half the season that Andre Dawson had, so there was really nothing even close. With regards to Trout this year, you could make an argument for Mookie Betts. Right. You could make an argument for Rugnet Odor. You could make an argument for other players on first-place teams. So even though I think Trout's the best player in the game, and if it was a player of the year, I, I have no problem giving him the award. I just don't think he's the MVP. Unless those guys don't exist, I would give him the award. It's not his fault. And he's not boring. You know he's from New Jersey, first of I all. I know. I know he's from uh, Millville. I know, I know his whole yeah. story. Well, you could have gone to East Carolina, but he didn't. And right. I don't blame him because, you know, it's East Carolina. Although they've had some – you know that uh, we were looking at the list with our buddy Tommy here who's helping us with the phones tonight. He's an East Carolina graduate. And I said, who's the most famous grad? You know, and people talk about Jeff Blake. But, you know, Mike Trout was, uh, got a scholarship to go to East Carolina and didn't go and obviously went right to pro baseball. But you know who the most famous graduate is of East Carolina? Oh, you're being – I thought you were being facetious there. No, I'm serious. Who no. is the most famous graduate? I have graduate? no idea. I would, I would have said Jeff Blake. Jeff Blake is, uh, yeah, but it's amazing. I mean, you know, Vince McMahon from the WWE uh, is a is a. You could East have Car given me 150 guesses. I wouldn't have guessed that. Sandra Bullock went to East Carolina. Who's more famous, Vince McMahon or Sandra Bullock? That's nice. And so she knows the purple uniforms when she was in the blind side. See, that's great. Bullock, that's a great sports Sandra tie Bullock starred in Speed 2. So Vince McMahon wins by default. There's a great uh, Seinfeld line when Frank Costanza, I saw a movie today with that woman from the bus. The yes. woman from the bus. <laughs> from the bus. Wait a minute, Sandra Bullock's been in some good movies. It's not just a stupid uh, Speed no. 2 movie. No, Speed was good. Speed 2 but was good. But I think terrible. that that's what probably made her, though, is, is Speed 1, right? Yeah, Speed 1 Speed was, and then she went on to do Speed 2, which tanked, yeah. and then she did The Net. No, she's done a ton of big movies. And she was also, I think, Miss Congeniality was pretty big. Yes. Yep, for you. What else? No, I mean, I think that in the world of movies, it was pretty big. Not the subsequent ones, just the first one. Right. Are you following football at all, Seth, or are you just locked into baseball? Uh, no, I, I do a, a Sunday night NFL wrap-up show, because that's what a baseball guy should be doing. Exactly um, right. No, it's been fine. Uh, I put your uh, your buddy Glenn Mack now. He was our Eagles guy. Um, but, you know, I, I will say this. You know, the Kaepernick story got a lot of legs, and I was very offended by what Kaepernick did. I thought it was ridiculous, I'm not questioning his rights or his freedom, but I think the message got clearly mixed. And then Adam Jones tried to explain why it doesn't baseball, happen in baseball players right. wouldn't do it. First of all, it's against the rules. You get ejected. So no player is going to put on a uniform, and just to make a point, you know, anything is, is fine as long as there's no punishment. And, so, and then he, he called baseball a white man's game. And Which is Adam preposterous, Jones, by the way. It's not a black man's game, but it's, it's, you talk, it's, it's a very, very heavily Latino game right now. And there's a lot of different players, but I don't even know the numbers because I don't look at that kind of stuff. But I know that when you talk about baseball, the number of Latin players, is, 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 it's got to be dominated by Latin American players, is it not? But it, it is. But the, the idea here is, is that the numbers for the last 10 years of African Americans in in baseball has declined no doubt. to the point of where when we hit the, the end of this decade, there might not be any. And the thing about that story is there's two, there's two questions that need to be asked. Number one, Adam Jones has to recognize that young black kids probably look at Adam Jones as a bit of a, I don't want to say the word role model because I, I don't believe that sports guys are role models, 
but you can show him as a bit of a pioneer, as a guy like Torrey Hunter before him or mm-hmm. Latroy Hawkins before him or Dave Winfield before him. And the idea that I think needs to be mentioned is if you are the guy that wants to see more African-Americans desire to play baseball, don't go on television and radio and say it's a white man's game. People listen to Adam Jones. It's just like idiots listen to Colin Kaepernick. These guys have these platforms, right? There's podcasts. There's, you know, all these radio stations. You're telling me that Colin Kaepernick couldn't have called any one of three sports radio stations that would have dropped everything to give Colin Kaepernick an hour? Absolutely. Any time, they would have broken everything. They, 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 would, they would have canceled the Warriors parade. But well, I don't know about that. I don't know about I'm that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But this idea that, that people can't uh, recognize the power of the media and social media and all the things that are existing, that you had to do something. And, you know, people say, well, a lot of people appreciated it. Not, you know, a lot of military guys show that they were, they were supportive of Kaepernick. And all I said was, yeah, but what about all the guys that were offended that aren't coming out publicly? It's the same argument like the Redskins, right? We have this team called the Washington Redskins. Tony, you're not offended. Robin, you're not offended. Nobody's offended by the, by the Washington Redskins on this show. But somebody is. Yeah, somebody <laughs> is. No, no, no doubt about it. Except the, the politicians in Washington who say they're offended when it's cool and it becomes a hot topic every couple of years and it becomes the, oh, they're racist, they got to change their names, and then all the politicians who have season tickets to go down and watch the Redskins uh, all of a sudden drop it yeah. when they're sitting in their, in their luxury boxes you know, in Landover, Maryland. So when it becomes a hot-button hot topic, then they bring up the awareness again and they talk to the Native Americans. Listen, if the Native well, Americans it- were that angry and they marched on uh, the commissioner's office and they made a bigger deal of this, it, it, you know, it goes away and then it goes away. When people stop protesting... That's when these stories go away. You know what I mean? Th- the thing all... about, well, Robin, just to, just to show a, a little context into what Adam Jones is doing, you know, every year on April 15th, if you paid your taxes, you get, there's Jackie Robinson Day. And baseball does a very noble but stupid thing, having every player wear number 42. The idea should be is that every player has the option to wear number 42, Provided you go on the scoreboard, the radio, the television, or any combination of those, and explain why you want to wear number 42. I kid you not. And one of the players was a Philly. When they started implementing the 42, and I asked players, why are they wearing 42 today? Two separate players said, because that's what they told us to. Yeah, there are a lot of players who don't even know who Jackie Robinson is. Which is so sad. I know Rob Barajas did not. I know that much for a fact. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. You're you're making valid points. And again, I don't care what people do. and They want to protest. Do whatever you want. The question is, you know, in a couple of months, when 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 people stop doing this and stop paying attention, will anything change? Will anything change? That's the bottom line. Well, that's Jeremy Lane. Right. That's Jeremy Lane of the Seahawks when he came out and said, I'm supporting Kaepernick and I'm not going to stand for the national anthem until we see some serious change. Well, what, what's going to happen? Is there going to be a press conference? Are, is someone going to go out on social media and say Black Lives Matter is over? Because I respect the cause. I'm not saying the cause is faulty. Just the logic is faulty. The way they're going about this is idiotic. Well, you know what? There's always some people want to become. And Kaepernick gave money, so God bless him. I, I don't really care what he does. I just know that he was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and now he's, he's playing garbage time behind Blaine Gabbert. That's a really big story. amazing. Yeah, but, that's hard to, to do. to me, if he wants to do that, I don't really care. I mean, I, I don't care. It doesn't, does it, do I like it? No. Am I outraged to the point where I, like, boycott the 49ers, don't watch the games? No. You know, you do what you want. But, but the bottom line is, will it do it? Will hashtags change the world? When people say this or put this on a hashtag, what the hell does it do? It trends for a couple of hours, and then people move on to the next thing. Seth, real fast, Luigi. Uh, you know, my whole thing on this is that, you know, I feel that, you know, you can do or say anything you want. It's your right to do that. Like, I can say anything I want, but it's everyone's right to not like it. I, they don't have to like what I'm saying. You right. don't have to agree. You have the right to say what you want, but people have the right to not agree. You're absolutely and that's what right. I'm saying. You can't force your opinion and your beliefs onto other people. You can't do that. You can do it, but you can't expect everybody that's to what accept I mean. you can't, your You can't force them and expect, and expect them to all be, oh, okay, I'm fine with that. 
Well, this is why this is why I can't take uh, Tebow. This is why I get in trouble every time Tebow does something. Because I got in so much trouble over at our friends at Fox Sports Radio a few years ago because Tim Tebow uh, decided that he wanted to speak at a church in Texas near Dallas. And the church was notably anti-black, anti-gay, and anti-Jewish. And I said, as a Jewish person, I'm done with him. I said, you know, and he, he went about two weeks before he eventually acquiesced and didn't speak at the church, but he wanted to. You know, it's not that, you know, he was told not to. It wasn't that he, he, he didn't, he knew exactly what that church was when he agreed to go speak there. And I officially, I put Tebow in the same class as Kardashian. I, I'd like to see them disappear. I, if I could pick people, I don't want to see bad things happen to them. I just want them to not be in my life. Now, and, and Tim Tebow came out, and now he's a baseball player. For your Mets, for your favorite Mets. team, the New York Metropolitan. If of course, I may make of an course argument. the Mets were idiotic to sign him. <laughs> and they're, they're sending out press releases saying he's got media availability. <laughs> Okay, Seth, I actually have an argument, like a devil's advocate argument regarding that particular episode. I don't know. Which episode? A Kardashian or Tim Tebow? No, about Tim Tebow speaking at that church. I don't know the situation, so I, I mean, I remember that incident, and I remember going, wow, that's not really cool. However... You could also make the argument that maybe he does not feel the same way as these other people at the church, and he is hoping to be able to bring love to the church and have, because of the fact that he's very religious and people look up to him and his celebrity status, maybe he's hoping that people will change their mind because of what he's saying. If he was really religious, he wouldn't be announcing on television shows that he's a virgin. Okay, because well, if he was really religious, that's private. I don't know. It worked for who was the he, NBA player that stayed celibate until the very end? He's religious for his image. Yeah, on the Lakers. And was it A.C. Green? A.C. Green. Green. Former that? Phoenix Sun. Yeah, A.C. Green when he said he was not going to have He hadn't had sex and he was saving himself for marriage. An adult man. People were shocked. I don't have a problem with that. What's wrong with people saying they're virgins? I mean, there's so few of them. I mean, it's it's a rarity. You're at a very exclusive club if you're going to announce. I'm at, I'm at the point where I wish I still was one, man. I'm Why? not even kidding, really? man. Really? Sex complicates a lot of things, man. It does? It really does, man. No, okay. marriage complicates a lot of things. No, that's paper. Sex, sex, sex fixes also, a lot of yeah, things. Sex solves a lot of problems, Yes, too. it does. <laughs> sure it does, yeah. Nine months later, you get another problem. Coming down in three. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Everett addressing all the important things in sports. And undressing. And undressing. Well, I don't and think undress. he's undressed to anybody. Go. Somebody said to me, somebody said to me, remember when the, the, the ESPN 30 for 30 came out with uh, Doc and Daryl? Um, and they were talking about Daryl Strawberry. He said he, he used to bring women into the Mets clubhouse at Chase Stadium. And uh, someone on Fox asked me, they said, uh, had you ever seen that? And I literally said, did you ask if I've ever done that? Because sure. <laughs> and where like, the white women game? at? I said absolutely during a game. Seth Everett, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch him everywhere. It's almost impossible not to catch him. Now, how do we get the podcast? <laughs> we we actually have a sex and baseball story here from the fabulous Luigi. We do? Yeah. No, we don't. Yes, we do. We oh, I we have, have to. I have to. I have to because it's such a fantastic week. story. We but we didn't do it on the air. We did. We no. can't do week old stories. What do you no. think this is? Luigi a... lost his virginity on the mound. Not on the mound. Oh. I was in between first and second. <laughs> you got I'm caught in a rundown? No, I, didn't uh, I, I, know, scored. I, mean, I know a player. I was in a pickle. Not Tommy Pickle, but I was in a pickle. I, I can tell a story about Fenway Park that I, can't, I cannot use any names. Okay. And I can't even tell you the era, which it is. My, I've covered baseball for 20 years, so it's within 20 years. But I made a comment about how people like to go in the Green Monster uh, you know, because you can see the whole field from right. the little slits in the in the scoreboard. You know where they put the put the numbers on. Mm-hmm. And I said, I you had you know a lot of people have signed that, like Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams and Babe Ruth and all these great you know Johnny Pesky and all all these great names, Carl Yastrzemski, and there's all these uh, Sharpie signatures all over that wall, and people totally bring women into the Green Monster and 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 do their thing. Why not? Right. What so we were great, talking about this story. Great line. Uh, we were telling this story, and uh, we were at this after hours in Boston at Cask and Flagons. 
and we were sitting, and, and all of a sudden, a Red Sox pitcher was standing next to me, and this woman said, screw the green monster. I want to do it on the pitcher's mound. And he goes, I can arrange that. And within 20 minutes, they were in a cab to the ballpark, and the next thing you know, the next day they came in, and yes, they had done it on the pitcher's mound. Wow. That's a good, let's give them a roaring round of applause, Luigi. Luigi thought it was a big deal in some stupid know, high school I know, it's like field. high school. I mean, so that's Between way first better. and second base. With, that was, this this was middle, middle school, bro. <laughs> oh, middle school. He huh? was in high school. I was in middle school. Were the lights on in the yard at the park? Uh, no. Well, that they were out, matter. man. It was in the middle of it. It was like 10 o'clock at night at Wiz Park, man. That's ridiculous, man. That's not like Fenway Park on the I pitchers. Didn't even, I did it twice, I've though. never even like done it in the bleachers or anything. I am like a total we sports did that. Well, as Philly fans, we used, that's where we used to take dates because well, there was never really anybody there the back then. Exactly. <laughs> it was an empty place. I'd say, Hunch, said, oh, let's go someplace really quiet where we could be alone. I said, all right, let's go up to the 700 <laughs> level at Veterans <laughs> Stadium. And make out. You go to Scissors Bank uh, Park now if you want. <laughs> There's nobody there. Look at me, Seth. I've, I've missed out, Seth. I know. I, I, there's so much that I have well, to make up for. There's three weeks left in the season, so there's still hope. Plenty of time to get out there and play some ball. Exactly. There'll be plenty of empty seats in the upper decks all over ball yards the next couple of weeks. Yes, there Seth, will be. Seth ladies and gentlemen. What's your Twitter handle there, Seth? The uh, Twitter handle is at uh, Seth underscore Everett. Um, Yes, uh, that, that's the verified one. There's some other guy has at Seth Everett, but I do think he's a terrorist, so I'm not sure about Is him. Is he a phony Seth Everett wannabe guy scamming no, you? No, you have those. I, I, oh, okay. don't have, I don't have that. I just have some guy. He tweets some weird stuff. I had to unfollow him. But uh, he had 35 followers, and I knew 12 of them. Oh, really? So 12 idiots were following this guy thinking that it was me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Seth underscore Everett. I always tweet whatever I do. And uh, got some cool things to announce soon that I am embargoed for. But, you know, I'll come back on the show and Beautiful. we're going to have some fun. I remember when they used to embargo the college football ratings until like Flyer fans Saturday. will not be happy. Well, oh, hockey I news? Hear this. Hockey news? Got some, got some news. Luigi hates hockey, so you better be careful. No, right. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for this, man. I can't wait. Can't, you need to break it on the show, Seth. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll come back on. Uh, no, no problem. I've, I don't want to be like 15th flyer, in sorry. line. I don't want to get it three days after it's been announced. My favorite, my favorite uh, flyer story is when my, my second child was born in the winter of uh, 2011, and the Flyers were playing in New Jersey in Philly uh, at 1 o'clock on a Saturday. And I had just agreed to do the Phillies pre and post for, uh, for 1210 and WIP. So I was doing the Phillies games. I had just finished the year. And a lot of my followers were from Philadelphia. And I can't stand the Flyers. I'm a Devils fan. And so. You're one the of Devils, those guys. The Devil, yeah, I'm one of the guys. And the Devils were beating the Flyers after two periods, six to nothing. It was my favorite day on Twitter. Nobody unfollowed me. But I got more hate when I said that every one of these goals feels great. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I got the, you're not one of us. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Did you get that from the uh, Joshua Harris, who owns the Devils and the 76ers, by the way? Yeah, no, I, I, I know those guys. And uh, Joshua Harris and, and, and David Blitzer and uh, Scott O'Neill, who I think loves the Sixers more than the Devils, which is okay. It's okay. Nobody loves the Devils. I mean, except the 12 people when they win a Stanley Cup that have their parade in the parking lot. Well, Putty loves the Devils. Well, now, now they'd have it in downtown Newark, which exactly. is definitely where you want to go. Uh, absolutely. No, it's a, you know, that's, that's, that's so convenient, uh, that building there. You get right off the train at the Newark train station, and there's a ramp that takes you right to the arena. It's right I, there. I do remember, I do remember the, the, the night we lost uh, John Marzano. Um, I, there was a game, a Phillies game at Citizens Bank Park, uh, we did a pregame set at like 4.30 uh, for MLB.com, and I remember getting on the, the Acela from Philly to, to Jersey, and I was there for the drop of a Rangers-Devils playoff game. Wow. I yeah, totally remember that. The Prudential Center, it's still a Prudential. They didn't change yet uh, like in the last couple no, of months, have they? No, it's a great building, except no, it's a newer. I have one complaint about it. Before I wrap up, I, I have one complaint about Prudential Center. If you ever go there, you will, you will hate this thing. Um, the Devils in the men's room, I don't know about the women's room, I've never been in, but in the men's room, they have engraved Devils logos on the handles of the urinals. Why? There is no way that's cheaper than auto flush. 
I totally agree. They should have the waterless ones. That's a bad right? job in New Jersey. Auto flip. They spent money. The, it's not Josh Harris. It's the previous owner. They spent money to engrave devil's logos on the handles of the urinals rather than just get auto flush. It's an absolute outrage. They need, they need one of those, like, uh, the glow things. Have you seen those? There's like the, it's, I think it's called Glow Bowl, and it's a light that lights up the inside of your bowl. Yeah, we have one of those. We have one of them. It's right. fantastic. But you could also, what they could do is they could get, like, the logo, the, the, the team logo shining down into the bowl, take care of two things all Look at, at once. How easy would that be? Make there a could phone be, call. There could be obstructed views, now, though, uh, now sometimes, we'll have, depending now we'll have on what's two going things on. To announce next time I'm on. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, Seth Everett covering the Spanning the Globe or Spanakopa or whatever he's doing tonight. <laughs> Seth, always good to talk to you. Thanks for popping on, man. No, thanks for having me, guys. I'll, I'll talk to you guys all soon. All right, thank you. There he is, Seth Everett. <laughs> the I just came up hospital. with a great idea. Okay, so the global, when you have it at a game like that, so say... Somebody the, will steal it and break it. That's a, no, no, think about it. So, but you have it attached somehow inside the bowl. Right. But what you do, if it... Say in it's a urinal an, or just in a regular say toilet? Say it's an Eagles game... And then you have it so that every single time the Eagles are playing somebody else, it's the opposite team that is inside the bowl. So everybody gets to pee on the team they that the Eagles that. are playing against. They had those installed in like minor league stadiums where they would have They did like, in yeah. Redding up. Yeah, they had yeah, it they in had Redding. that already. Really? Yeah, you're uh, like three years too late. Sweetie. I hate to do it to you, Robert. Still a great idea, no, no, though. No, 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 I right? hate to do it to you. By the way, I intend to self-identify as a woman when I go to sporting events this winter. Because I'm not standing in line in the men's room. I'm going to the damn ladies' room, okay? Oh, no, 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 no. The women's room is always way busier. Goodness gracious! Not, not depending on what sporting event you go to. Usually the women's lines are way longer than For the men's. For concerts and stuff where there's equal number of people. But in events, like hockey games, there's a lot of women, right? There's a lot of women at yeah, hockey there are, games. There are so a lot the of lines women. are long in both. But then there are some sporting events where there's more men than women. It's closer to a 50-50 ratio at a hockey game. Like at a WWE, a WWE like event. When you, go, when you go to, like, say you went to a boxing fight, like a boxing, uh, a boxing match, it's mostly all men. You go to a football stadium, I'm, it's mostly all men. No, there's a lot of no, women. No, but it's mostly yeah. all, the majority, majority of men. Been, we've been to boxing events, and trust me, the women's lines are still too long. Because well, well, when you go to the MGM Grand, it's a tiny little arena there. But what I'm saying is and women like just three, take forever. there's like two bathrooms in the whole joint. See, here's the thing. Here's what they would need to do. 90% of the women hunker over the toilet anyway. They just need to take away the stupid bowl. They need to make women urinals that you can just stand over. Really? Yes. Because there are t- because stupid women, they have the seat down. They don't down. pee on the toilet seat like guys do. Yes, they do. How does a woman pee on a toilet seat? Unless, I, she's, hi- unless she's hovering over the damn that's thing. That's just it's it. Awesome. They hover over, and then they get pee all over the place. See? That's just bad get aim right the, there. Yeah, yeah. My aim is to keep these places clean. Your aim is going to help us. That's one of the things I used to see in the bathrooms. Well, no, the worst just... thing is men's rooms. When a guy goes into the toilet, not in the <laughs> urinal, you're, you're and doing... he doesn't lift up the toilet seat when he pees. They and then you can't go to the bathroom. Oh, you're like three inches of water before you even enter the damn uh, threshold. <laughs> <laughs> you start questioning yourself. You're like, is See, this what I think it is? You hope not. And it's men, exactly. men think oh that God. women's bathrooms are cleaner. You would be wrong. You would be absolutely wrong because for Women one are nasty thing, too, man. no, I'm just saying men have an appendage that makes it a little bit easier to aim. Women, they just hunker over it and they hope that. No, it, you mean hover. Hover, hunker, hover. Hunk, I don't know how you hunker. hunker you hunker over. down. You don't you hunker down, you don't dog. Hunker over something, especially if you're a Georgia know. bulldog. You hunker right. down. I'm just saying that women are they're they're pigs and they don't clean up after. And that's themselves. why we love them. That's right. The dirtier and the better, baby. That, so I don't know. Look it up. There <laughs> is actually a thing called a female urinal, and it's just a it's a longer bowl. The what about that cup thing that like you know you put it on. You know, you well, put it on your hoo-ha, and then you just... Yeah, well, why can't you just slap that thing on at the urinal? You don't want to touch that when somebody no, else... No, you're not it. touching anything. With, uh, you like, you're not using, like, one that they provide for you. You bring your own. Oh, I'm going to bring my own urinal B-Y-O-U. with me? Yeah. And I'm going to just stash it in my How purse? How much other crap do you have in your purse to begin <laughs> with anyway? <laughs> I'm going to invent a new toilet. That's what they should do with the same. They should hand them out to women as, they, as, you, as you walk in through the turnstile. They should, like, you know, here's your disposable... You know, whatever. If the it hell was that thing disposable, is. that would be fantastic. You know what I used to have in my car when I do long trips? I'd have one of those medical uh, urinal things. You know, in the hospital, the catheter bags? No, they're, they're, they're like the they're ba- like a they're bottle. Like a bottle they're like a, a bottle. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. 
And then if you can't stop anywhere and pee on the side of the road, or even if you do. I used to keep a commode in the Trailblazer. Did you really? Yeah, man. Sometimes you got to pull over. You got to yeah, do number two sometimes, man. Wow, you got to be comfortable. Man. Wow. What do you mean, wow? This is potty talk on yeah, a podcast, seriously. ladies and gentlemen. You're what not else? getting this anywhere else. Hell no. I want to hear from women out there. The phone line, by the way, 215-478-6698. Tommy Pickles in the other room. We got to get him on and put him on the air. See, now Lori Sheets is agreeing with me. Women's bathrooms are disgusting. Where's, where's Lori Sheets agreeing with you at? Um, on you, Facebook. That well, women's bathroom. She's on Facebook Live. I'm on Facebook Live. I don't see anybody named Lori Sheets comment or anything. Well, I don't know what your problem is, but she's right here. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I pee standing up. Exactly. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a problem. I can't pee sitting down, though, I've noticed. I don't know why. I mean, I can, but then five minutes later, I haven't really actually peed properly. I haven't emptied my bladder to put it in a more scientific breakdown. On that note. Why don't we go to break? Let's go to break because I got to pee now. Has it been an hour already? Yeah, pee. An hour. It's like when somebody Dude. yawns, you yawn. When we talk about pee, I have to urinate. Let's do our five minute intermission. Tony's going to have what? You got a? You got some football locks. I got up. a. Um, I got a uh, Philly Jesus update, and I've got a talking about the one of the best a, a uh, D'Angelo Williams update. Going back to D'Angelo Williams from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Exactly right. And what? And for those of you listening on Facebook Live, please. Remember that we are going to go to a break. You're going to be listening to hold music. How about me? Can I bring a microphone up to the bathroom like in the Naked Gun when uh, <laughs> when he goes into the bathroom with a mic on at the event? That would be, that would be bad going, form. Mm, 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 that would be bad form. So one no. of the greatest scenes So you ever. will not be hearing Tony going to the bathroom, but you will hear hold music. So just hang on. Remember to share. Click that little share, share button. Share what? The bathroom? No, share the video. It's just very easy. Just click share. Share it with all your friends and family. It helps us uh, reach more people. And um, we'll be back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last. <laughs> 